Matthew, so sorry. My, uh, I love technology a whole bunch until it doesn't work. But you were talking about what what's next, and you you mentioned a few things about NBA, NFL, maybe some freelance stuff and other things. You want to finish that that thought out? Yeah, um, looking at the looking at possibly going to the big leagues, working, um, just because um, next year it'll be a decade for me working in college football. <clears throat> so, but, you know, it's been, it's been a great ride, but I definitely see myself working at the professional level and I want to um, pursue those aspirations of mine um, to finally get there. Um, don't, don't really care which team it is. Um, just want to be able to go in and help an organization win a championship, whether it's from the ground level from whether it's the ground middle or top tier of the organization. And just want to do that. Just want to do that and help in any way I can. Cool, man. Well, your Titans are going to be pretty stout this year. Um, if I could put a plug in for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and and or Minnesota Vikings, you know I will. You know that's you know I'm just I'm rooting for you here here. But no, cheers cheers to that. <laughs> hey, what do you think about you know the big the big topic has been um, probably more recently, but has always been brewing. Name image and likeness what what are your thoughts about that i mean i'm a i'll tell you right now i'm a supporter of it for for these kids and doing what they're doing however you know i think there's some things that can come out called hard feelings because there's only really a handful of kids in any sport you know one you know you know caitlin clark at iowa yes i'm a basketball player one of the best in the united states yes for sure you know um she'll make more than 99% probably of the, of the fellows in football, just because she's Caitlin, right? She's, she's great. But what, what are your thoughts about NIL? I think it's great. Awesome idea. I'm glad the NCAA finally came to their senses and approved it. Um, these kids, you know, they, they put in a lot of time. You, like you think I put in a lot of time. They put their bodies on the line every day. Plus, they have to be in meetings. Plus, they have to do this. Plus, they have to do that. So it's just a never-ending process for them. So I'm glad they're able to finally cash in on maybe their, you know, maybe it's not their name. Maybe it's their artwork. Maybe they can sing. Maybe it's music. I mean, this is the music city. This is Nashville. So if they can sing or they want to get into, like, music operations, um, anything or entertainment, um, they can do that all right here. Uh, we have it in our backyard. Um and we have a lot of Vanderbilt alum that are in that industry. So, um, but these kids, what, you know, Caitlin Clark, um, you know, who else? Tyler Goodson at yep. Iowa. That's another big name. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Um, oh, Jack. Lindy. Lindy yeah, Baum. 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 He's probably, he's probably going to be a unanimous All-American. He's going to be on that All-American wall in that facility. So um, definitely it's a great thing. I think it's a wonderful thing for them. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things go. Um, with that and how the process goes going forward because and I'm going to pay attention to it and I'm glad they're getting paid but also kind of looking at like support staff um, in a sense to see what the reciprocation is uh, for support staff because sometimes we're ignored and we work thank we work a thankless job and that's fine I just want to see um what happens and how um, support staff will be taken care of um, because you guys both follow sports you know how much these coaches and these players get paid at the pro level and at the college level so yep yep a absolutely that might be a niche for you by the way 
that's why I brought it up. It was one of the, one of the things I definitely wanted to bring up. I, I thought I would understand your opinion and, and agree with it hundred percent. My fear is, you know, I dial, I dial the clock back a long way when I was 18 years old. I just hope they're getting good direction. You know, I see some of the schools, you know, and I reference Iowa and you know, they, they put a program together for these kids to be able to class. Yes. So they could, they could go to, it'd be an awesome class for any kid. Yeah, actually it'd be for any kid, but man, if I was a young 18 year old and I got an extra thousand dollars, I'm not sure I'd be real responsible with it. JT, how about you? At that age, no, <laughs> I'm a, I would not, uh, would not have, would not have been the best person to trust with that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, right, right on. But now, Matthew, maybe, uh, maybe that's an opportunity for you down the road, or maybe sooner rather than later. You mentioned T Good and and some of the folks that you're familiar with back at Iowa. But you know, you're gonna, you're forming relationships now at Bandy and and uh, throughout the SEC. But I, I'm happy for the kids. I, I really am, and. To the average fan, they don't understand how much time, and maybe explain that just a touch, how much time an average student athlete, I don't care what, what program it's in, they're all working their tails off, right? Right. Explain that. So what fans need to understand is um, when they sign their letter of intent um, to come uh, to their respective universities, colleges, whatever, to play a sport, um, they're coming into a situation where they're either helping to keep the tradition going and winning, or they're starting a new rebuild process um, just because it's, it's about winning. That's what, that's what college, that's what sports are about. You know, there's a winner and a loser, but like, you know, you want to be on the winning side of things and these kids come in. um, And in my room, what I've seen, these kids come in, they're great in high school, but like they come in, they're small. They got to gain weight. They got to go to class. They got to get some sleep. They got to follow a diet. If they need to cut weight, they need to do, they need to do the whole thing. So um, it's a lot. And they put a lot of time into it. Plus academics, you got to go to class, um, test, study groups. Um, you got to go to study hall. Um, you might be required for your first couple of years, unless you have a certain GPA. Um, they, it's a lot as a student athlete. They, it's a lot of commitment just to, um, during the week to go out on a Saturday or Tuesday, Monday night to go play on the hardwood, um, go play on the diamond. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. That's why mental health is important. Mental health is really important now. Um, and I hope that, yeah, I know Iowa has a program in place. Duquesne has a program in place. I think they hired, a, they just hired a guy to be an NIL coach. And he's the only one in the country right now, Duquesne University of Pittsburgh. He's the only one right now. But I'm, I'm yeah, sure you, more. you're spot on with that. And, and now that you bring that up and before we close men, mental health, you know what? It's great to be able to hear people talk about it today because shucks, what five years ago, it was almost a, a considered a weakness, you know, yeah. and, and people, you know, they didn't want to bring it up, but man, as we've seen it and kudos to, are men and women athletes out there that have, that have brought that up, but you want, you've seen it firsthand. You, yes. you, you get to know these athletes and coaches, right. Get mm-hmm. to know them firsthand. You want, you want to just touch on that before we uh, exit? Um, well, I know for me, um, one of the benefits that I took advantage of the most 
at the University of Iowa with my benefits package was the 100% coverage for mental health. Um, when I got to Iowa, I was not really in a good place. And I was glad I was able to find a therapist by the name of Ann Berkson. I yep. saw her every week for a year, every mm-hmm. week for a year. And I didn't have to pay one dime. And I felt like, and people think like it's scaring, talking like, I don't want to talk to a shrink. I don't want to talk to that. I feel like I was talking to a friend that wanted to help me get through, um, try to talk me through my, you know, what my concerns were, what my worries were. That's what I'm glad I was able to go vent to somebody um, outside of a family member. I know people use fam, like, you know, people talk to their family members, things like that, but they're, you know, they're not mental health experts. You got to go talk. You really have to go talk to somebody that they're educated, that they're educated on the subject, because it's important that, you know, your everybody's, your feelings are valid. Everybody's feelings are valid. Um, what we saw in 2020 from um, the shooting in Georgia, that young man in Georgia, um, yeah. Brown Taylor, uh, George Floyd, um, I've been to the square twice in the past year. Um, the election and what happened back in January um, at the White House. Um, that's a that's a lot of strain on a lot of people. And especially during the pandemic, people didn't have jobs. People were worried about being evicted. Um, just thinking some like people at the t- at the very top of like companies, corporations, you know, they didn't feel that pain. Um, I felt that pain and I'm I feel the pain of others when they're going through stuff like that. But, you know, it comes down to like, you know, their mental isn't going to be the same. And that's why I encourage people, you know, go find somebody. There's programs out there, um, you know, and anybody watching this podcast, when they can reach out to you, like, feel free to reach out to me. I'm sure you'll share my info, Brett, on like, you know, how yep. they can find me, how, can they, how they can reach me, but, you know, reach out to me about it. Um, just, you know, it's, it's very vital. It's very important. I've been, this is the most balanced out I've been mentally uh, probably in the last five years. That's awesome, man. I'm not ashamed to say No, and that, and that's awesome. I'm I'm so glad that you brought that up. I know JT and I both, you know, when it comes to those situations and, and, or those issues, we're not afraid to talk about them one bit. And we all have friends and family that, that, could be at one point or time, well, a hundred percent or struggling with something. Right. And, and I think you gave some great advice, great advice, JT. Yeah. I heard a statistic the other day that like half of Americans are struggling with some kind of mental health uh, issue. And it's just so interesting because, you know, your mindset, your psychology impacts everything, you know, your quality of life. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that, you know, historically, we've all been afraid to even try to approach, you know, that whole concept that therapy is for the broken, <laughs> you know, if you're, uh, you know, would you only take your car in, you know, once it stops, you know, working all together, or are you going to actually maintain it? Yes. Uh, so I think that's a very interesting and good, you know, shift in thinking that, hey, we need to maintain our minds you know, our, our, our mindsets, so to speak. Yeah. Cause it's, everything is so fragile. I mm-hmm. feel like nowadays uh, going into this new decade um, and people you can't go back into work. Got to wear a mask everywhere. Um, and now especially like, you know, big thank you to those who work in healthcare, doctors, nurses, the whole nine, big thank you to you guys. Um, I can't imagine 
what they see and what they go through on a daily basis from the past year till now, especially yeah. with the new Delta variant in place. Um, cities are going back to mass mandates. Um, I'm definitely praying that, you know, it does not affect athletics any more than it has to because the way athletics, how people eat are those ticket sales. And, you know, I was on the, I was on the back end of that last year. Um, fortunate I was able to be retained, but, you know, it's, it's rough. It's rough when, you know, you don't have any people in the stands or anything of that nature, but, you know, mental health, you, we, we have to maintain it. Everybody should maintain it. If, you know, I feel like it should be a requirement if somebody's really not their mental, not their best mentally, they should be allowed to at least like, you know, go home. Mm-hmm. Right. Get around that issue or like take as, take the time you need. Um, I know like when a funeral or something happens to a family member, that should be the case, but I feel like mental health should be the case as well. Mm-hmm. Matthew, you, I'm so glad we had a break in the action with my uh, internet stuff because you brought up, <clears throat> not only did we go to the NIL, but me- mental health. And <clears throat> I think it takes more strength to be able to talk about that openly as these athletes do today it takes more strength just to mention it, but the right. positive impact they have on others is unbelievably good. It's like kindness, passing on kindness, you know? Yes. Yes. Well, I appreciate you bringing that up. And, and again, I apologize to the listeners for a little bit, a little bit of break and appreciate uh, both of your patience. <clears throat> so Matthew, you where can we find you on, on uh, social media? um they can find me at shady dumps um that's um twitter instagram uh tiktok um if we have viewers that do that they can find me on there um and you know i'm a i'm an open book to an extent um anything that's hurting about van they want to know deeper about vanderbilt i have to pause them there um just because <laughs> you know um can't give out all the secrets of what's going on here but if they want to talk about mental health NIL, how do you get into college athletics? How do you get into sports? How do you shoot a game? Any of that nature, they can find me at Shady Domps at um, social media. Yeah, that's cool. Also on LinkedIn, you know, yes, as, as, as well. Matthew yeah. Don Prey. Yes. And I'll post it. I'll make sure it's on the write-up and, and where, where to be able to find you. And, and it's just not that, just not athletics, even though it's something I love near and dear. And certainly, Matthew, you do. And I mean, what, what, what uh, American doesn't like something about athletics, but, but certainly there's so many ties to, um, to other business lines and what have you. And you, you've had a number of forks in the road and man, I'm proud to be able to call you a friend, just like JT, you know, it's, it's pretty cool, you know, and, and to be able to see you and, and, and continue your path and you're welcome to be a co-host here anytime. And I'm dead serious about it. Now, football season. I'll probably Probably not gonna probably not gonna see a whole lot of you, you know. But but I get it. But once uh, once Vandy is uh, got the season done, I won't ask any playbook stuff. I I, I know better than that. <laughs> I won't I won't I won't push the limits compliance wise. But no, man, it's it's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to be, the, to be here. Oh man, it's it's good. Glad to be able to call you a friend. Well, Matthew, well, on behalf of JT Jared Ty. This is Brent Duhame, your host of uh, Breaking Business Barriers. We're wrapping up episode 104. And as always, let's make sure we're going uh, onward and upward.